everyone, and welcome to Curtain Jerks, uh, where we bring you news and tidbits that are as real as professional wrestling itself. I am one of your hosts, Scott Narver. Along I'm with me is Steve Sears and Brett Cannell, also hosts of the show. Uh, well, we're still reeling from WrestleMania 27 and the awfulness that it was, yeah. and the reverse majesty of it. Oh. I've been seeing some stuff on online where some people are actually saying it was good. What? Yeah, some people are actually said that the Michael Cole Jerry Lawler match was one of the high points of it. I think there's a new generation of kids out there that are really, really stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I've been seeing like you know how uh, a famous wrestling website will let the fans actually like blog in and put like a rating between one and ten of what they thought it was. There was more like sevens and stuff like that than you would think that there were for this. Yeah, I think Steve actually summed it up best that that night when we got back uh, after watching WrestleMania that you said, I'm ready to start watching old stuff now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm completely ready. I feel like there's been a total turnaround of of what they're putting on, and I was like, yeah, I'm with it, but yeah, this seems pretty interesting, and it's like, yeah, it's getting weird. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> That's probably because they're taking the wrestling out, right? Yeah, no more. Uh, it's now just WWE. Breaking news that it's now, it's no longer World Wrestling Entertainment. They're just going to be known as WWE, as Mark had said, just like KFC. Yeah, no yeah. I don't know that that's chicken. worked for KFC, though, did it? I, they Are they still around? They are still yeah. around, but now a lot of their commercials in the last year or so are throwing back a little bit to that Colonel character, which is the epitome of what Kentucky Fried Chicken used to be. So it's almost like for nostalgia reasons, they're going back to their old thing anyway. So I think what is he? Years... What is he using eleven herbs and spices on? Like just these inanimate blobs? I mean, if there's no chicken involved in the title, it feels like it's kind of a. I think for Kentucky, they they or for Kentucky Fried Chicken, it was the fact that it seemed like it was just for Kentucky, you know. So they wanted to make it a more global type of a name. So do you think when Vince McMahon dies, they're going to have an animated Vince McMahon dancing around for ads for WWE? Coming up on SmackDown. I'm sure of it. I'm oh, positive I, they will. I hope so. But I don't get what you what benefits you out of taking you know, the wrestling out of the name for what is primarily a wrestling product anyway. You know, so. But it's it's all part of their like their super global push to do more like everything and there was talk about the animated series and I was I had a I had a question about the animated series if they have an animated series that has a wrestler in it as the main character is that wrestler character going to have a day job of being a wrestler and then solving kooky mysteries at night or is it just that they hang out in their supercharged car and their little well, castle Didn't you door? ever see Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling? I missed it. No, he didn't. Of that, course well, he didn't. Well, that's kind of the setup for that. I mean, they were wrestlers, but they still got into hijinks. Well, that's what like I would that. hope, but I feel like they they're probably going to take out the wrestling aspect of it. It's going to be more like He-Man where they live in this universe where they wear these masks and these shiny pants. He-Man wrestled all the time. Yeah. He wrestled with robots. He wrestled with dudes in loincloths. Yeah, but there wasn't a card. It wasn't. It wasn't all set up. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Point proven. Well, uh, depressing news. Hollow victory. Well, I'll (laughs) tell you one thing though. Uh, If it was just WWE and not World Wrestling Entertainment, Knucklehead would have been a much better movie. I think that's true. And so with the Chaperone. Did you watch the Chaperone? Uh, I did not. No. Oh, okay. Well, then you can't say that fairly. But you <laughs> I didn't do watch have Knucklehead other things either. to say. You have some very uh, yeah, important... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I was given the assignment uh, by the uh, the president of our global company ourselves 
to do a uh, piece uh, that was currently in the news. And I don't know if you guys have heard, but uh, yeah, I'll just do my piece. Let's see. Uh, there was some controversy lately between the WWE and the Gay and Lesbian Alliance against defamation, otherwise known as GLAD. GLAD was upset that John Cena used GLAD... Sorry. Gay slurs, <laughs> gay slurs, uh, during the raw promos about the Rock, and that Michael Cole used the other F word in a tweet to Josh Matthews. Uh, WWE agreed to have Cena, Cole, the WWE creative team, and other employees attend a Glad Tolerance seminar. The president of Glad, Mr. Jarrett Barrios, is here with us today. Mr. Barrios, how did the WWE Tolerance training go? At first, it was terrible. A complete disaster. What happened? Was John Cena difficult to work with? No, he was a dream. No problems there. Michael Cole? Was a complete gentleman. He's such a sensitive man. Did you know that he has a tattoo of a dreamcatcher on his shoulder? Uh, we discovered that at WrestleMania, unfortunately. So, what was the problem? It was a WWE legend who was invited to the seminar. His name is the Iron Sheik. WWE invited the Iron Sheik to the seminar? That man needed a tolerance seminar very badly. Well, Cheek was actually supposed to be our other guest that was on today. Oh, you know what? Look at that. There he is now. Hello, Sheik. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Talking about Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik number one. Iran number one. USA. Ha. Glad. Ha. Hey, don't spit on Glad. I do spit on the Glad. They are gay. Yes, they are gay, actually. That's a fact. But they are gay, and they are fags. Uno momento. Yeah, this is how you get yourself into trouble, Sheik. Uh, fuck you. You are gay. Uh, fuck the Hulk Hogan. He is gay. Fuck the B. Brian Blair. He is gay. Hulk Hogan and B. Brian Blair are married to women. I break the back and fuck them in the ass and make them humble. Sheik, Sheik, you agreed to stop saying things like that. Fuck you, you are gay. Yes, I am gay. You are a gay man. Yes, I am a gay man. No, a Sheik insulting you. You are a gay man and you are like being gay. I am a gay man and I do like being gay. You're not insulting me, Sheik. You're simply stating facts about me. I will break your back, fuck you in your ass, and make you a humble. If you did that, Sheik, that would make you gay. Oh, fuck the reverse psychology. By the end of our tolerance seminar, Mr. Sheik had made a lot of progress. Oh, fuck the tolerance seminar. What did you say about Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan is a jabroni gay. I'll fuck him in his ass. No, that's not it. Come on, Sheik. Hulk Hogan... He's a uh, straight. I will shake his hand and uh, be humble. That's right. And be Brian Blair. Uh, fuck the joke. No, Sheik. Sheik, please. Come on. Be Brian Blair. He's a straight man and I will congratulate him on a good career in outstanding tag team of killer bees and be humble. That's better. You know, I'm glad that the Sheik is more tolerant, but... This is getting kind of boring. You've neutered him. The Sheik's whole career nowadays is based on being a drug-addled homophobe. Howard Stern isn't going to have this Sheik on as a guest. I don't think we will either. Damn, fuck the Howard Stern! I am a new Sheik baby now! I am afraid to all the gay people because Iron Sheik is a gay. 
Doesn't that feel good to actually finally say it out loud? Gay people are number one! Lesbians are number one! Straight people! Ach, oh, we don't hate anyone, Sheik. Fuck you! Iron Sheik declares war on a straight people! No, Sheik, this isn't what I intended for it. Fuck all the straight people! Fuck the heterosexuals! I will break the backs! Fuck them in their asses! And I'll make them humble! I think you've missed the point, Sheik. I think we're gonna have to hang up on you now. Well, fuck the disconnection! Thank you, Iron Sheik. As always, a pleasure. And President Barrios of GLAD, we're glad to have you. Thank you. Goodbye. Gracias. I feel like I learned a lot. I feel like I learned that Barrios kind of talks like Sheik. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I learned that Barrios has uh, got a pretty sexy voice. Yeah, good, good, good. Oh, you're a member of GLAD, right, Steve? I am. Honorary card cover. Card carrying. Card cover. <laughs> <laughs> I have a card cover. Uh, cover. I only have a card cover. cover. They wouldn't give member. me a... Yeah. I'm a cat covering member. <laughs> I cover cocks for GLAD. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, uh, other things in news, as Mark always says, you can go to other sites for wrestling news and such, such as Yahoo or Jujil, any or of those. Lordsofpain.net. Yeah, any of those sites you can find out wrestling news. But here's where you find out the good stuff. Here on the Comedy Podcast Network with Curtain Jerks. Uh, WWE sets WrestleMania 28 main event a year in advance. It's The Rock and Cena. I was shocked. When I saw that happen on Raw the other day, I was shocked that they would, would like think of all the revenue that would be lost in the in an otherwise very poor season of all the other pay per views that they've had. Like, why wouldn't they try to stretch that one out over a couple of you know pay per views? Well, now we don't have to watch any of those poorly timed. Yeah, yeah we can we just take a break for a whole year, yeah. not this, watch anything. And with really their with their encouragement too, I think that's a really good idea on their part. Yeah, I guess when you're giving Santino Morella this big push, uh, you may want to clear the clear the tracks a little bit. Have the Rock and uh, Cena come in a little bit later. I find it fascinating that there are fans that are excited and want to see this, but there are fans that will die in between now and a year from now and never get to see this match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't even know if we'll make it. I know. The anticipation is so much. I'm chewing glass right now. Half the card <laughs> won't make it. They'll be fired. They'll be dead. Yeah. The yeah. world of wrestling what if Cena's future place. endeavored by then? Oh, that'd be terrible. Or yeah, actually, what I'm hoping for is one of them gets brutally injured. Or if I were Dixie Carter and TNA, I'd throw a ton of money at The Rock right now, just trying to screw up that main event, just go bankrupt the company, just so they couldn't <laughs> just do get it. it. Just so they have that. Make them sign a contract. Like you can't, you can't perform in this night. What a weird thing to do, though. Well, then also the the whole idea about Triple H and Undertaker having a rematch, also. So it's like. Essentially, there's two matches already made for WrestleMania the next year. It's okay. it's so exciting! Wait, they're doing that again, too? I, I did third? hear hints of that. And even in uh, Triple H's promo on Raw the very next day, he was like, I, I know he'll be back, and when he does, you know, like, then we'll do this again or something like that. Well, that's great. As long as we don't have to see anything new, I really appreciate that really doing that well i would like it that uh wrestlemania is 25 then through uh 29 we'll have essentially the two main events that were the same and then two main events that were the same exciting that's that's great stuff uh well in case they don't have all their matches set up i think now's the time to help them out and come up with some new matches oh sure um now we're trying something different than the grab bag this week we're gonna try uh, a mind meld between our two strongest minds in curtain jerks Brett and Steve. Well, Mark, but he's not here today. 
Well, that's, well, that's what I mean. He doesn't like, get his big brain in between us. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mark couldn't be here this week, so instead, by default, it's Brett and Steve. I'm not going to say how they're ranked. Steve, Steve wouldn't have made last. it in there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and guys, I can't I found some gum. Put it in your mouth. Uh, so ah. <laughs> ah, that's wood, buddy. Oh God, that's so bitter. So, Why am I still chewing? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so they're gonna connect mentally. They're they're mm-hmm. looking at each other now. For those of you listening at and home, and essentially, we're this. not going for the same person. We're just trying to develop what the card is, though. Yeah, you're developing yeah. great matches by connecting your wrestling minds together for epic encounters for WrestleMania 28. Okay. So here we go. When I count down uh, from three to one, you will both say the opponent. And they will be facing each other in a match at WrestleMania 28. So here we go. Three, two, one. Dawson Vicky Guerrero. Uh, Austin, Austin Aries versus Vicky Guerrero. So this is very exciting because Austin Aries isn't hired by WWE right now. But in the year's time, he will be. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can see the match right now. Uh, Ziggler dumps Vicky Guerrero. Austin Aries becomes her new boyfriend. They live uh, six or seven months in complete happiness. Ziggler comes back into the picture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they both want him. Uh, Vicky Guerrero wants him back, and uh, Austin Aries wants him as a tag team partner, so they have a Dolph Ziggler on a pole match. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> good, good, good. Which is difficult because everybody in this matchup is only five foot six. <laughs> the pole is really high, and nobody can reach him. Except for Austin Aries puts on a hell of a show. He does. It's a showcase of the immortals. But sadly, Dolph Ziggler in the end has to just unlatch himself and fall to the ground, and whoever grabs him first gets him. Classic WrestleMania finish. Mm-hmm. I think the crowd would love it. So I think we need another one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Definitely. this has got to be a special match. This has got to be not just a pole, a person on a pole match, but something that one of those. Sort it's of, a Ziggler on a pole match. He's not a person. Yeah, that's right. That's Ziggler. He's a, a superstar. But something that sort of sets it apart. I feel like what, what what is that, Scott? Something that sets this match at WrestleMania apart. Not just that it's at WrestleMania, but something that really gives it that gravitas. Something that makes it mean more than anything else. That's right. WrestleMania worth. That it's for the. U.S. title. Ooh. This is for the U.S. title. That's mm-hmm. a year from now, so anybody can have that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anybody. All right. They're connecting minds. They're looking at each other. They're focused. Veins are popping out of their foreheads. This is not planned beforehand, mind you. This is <laughs> this is connecting at this moment, being being pulled out of their minds right now. So here we go. Three, two, one. Michael John Cole. Ooh. Yeah. Well, Steve. I said John Cena and Brett said Michael Cole. Mm-hmm. Classic WrestleMania swerve. Yeah. What's the, how, how's The Rock going to be involved? Uh, well, I think that Michael Cole will uh, sort of take Rock's legs out a couple of weeks before WrestleMania and, and want, to, want to defend his streak of 1-0. And, and, and that's, so, uh, that's so, so The Rock can go over to TNA for that one night that he's contracted. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. And at this point, Cole will have the U.S. championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he'll be defending it against John Cena. And he will be debuting his new lime green singlet to follow up with the fluorescent orange singlet of this year. Miami does not know what's going to hit them. Yeah, they yeah. Are, this would be a good match. Because I, I, Cena is sort of has the Hulk Hogan thing of, I'm the biggest guy in the ring, but I will look like I'm getting beat up for three-fourths of the match before I finally get some offense in. Then I'll do my six moves, and then I'm out. 
And Michael Cole's going to be training nonstop until... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, his technical ability is going to far surpass Cena's, so that's where Cena will be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I could see it. I mean, definitely. I hope Jerry Lawler gives uh, John Cena some coaching throughout the year, though. (laughs) Hopefully he'll be in his corner, but you never know. It's, uh, It's wrestling, guys. Well, if that feud has legs all the way, if the Lawler-Cole feud has legs all throughout the year, then Lawler's going to be in Cena's corner. Swagger will be in in, uh, Michael Cole. Swagger, well, you got to raise the stakes. Swagger and Grandmaster Sexay. Oh, yeah. Good, good, good. I like it. Okay, so one final one. I think we need one more. Okay. Just to round out the card. All right. Here they are. Getting in tune with each other. It's very intense. It's a lot of sweat. Here we go. Three, two, one. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle and Paul London. I could see this match happening, actually. Because they are, a, you know, Paul London's a little bit taller than Hornswoggle, but not much. Uh, but he's got the energy. I mean, he's he's good. I like him. A lot, he's a lot better than Hornswoggle. No. Have you seen Hornswoggle's frog splash? <laughs> Tadpole splash. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. I was, uh, I was waiting for that. Mm-hmm. Well, Hornswoggle, in, in this essence, it's like he's fighting a giant midget. Yeah. Because Paul London is a giant midget. He's pretty. Uh, no, he's a giant midget. He's not a big guy. He's not a big guy. He's, oh. But that's. I why think his arms and stuff are the right length. His <laughs> arms and legs are the right length. How are his, how his proportions? Fingers, yeah, how how long, fingers. articulate fingers. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. his proportions, I think, are are better. But uh, he's can Hornswoggle talk at this point? Uh, I think we just saw at WrestleMania 27 that he could lay yeah, down some rhymes. His, his rap speech. album will be out before the end of the year. That's what this whole thing is going to be about. Yeah. Is the fact that Paul London wanted to release a rap album and with then they, Snoop's company? Yes, and that Hornswoggle beat him to the to the punch. How is the trademark involved in this? What do you mean? The trademark? Oh, you mean <laughs> Cena's friend who who uh, was on his rap album and the guy who also did Kurt Angle's music in TNA? The trademark? That's right. He's involved. Good. As long as he is, I'm mm-hmm. very happy. He's involved because he's he's wanting to do whoever's theme song. Uh, but whoever gets a payday and can pay him, he will gladly do their their song. Well, that WrestleMania payday is a big, it's a, it's yeah, a big it's chunk a of change. Good, good deal. Yeah. But I fear that this match will still be on the undercard, and they'll make it a lumberjack match, and, <laughs> and then no one will ever see it. Turn into a dark match. Yeah. 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 I'd like to see it. Well, that was a mind meld of WrestleMania 28. These are three matches that will happen, so be on the lookout for that. Brett, thank you for sharing your mind with me. Thank you, Steve, and there's some horrible things I saw in your head. <laughs> Don't talk about it. <laughs> what was one of them? What did you see in there? Uh, all I, I saw was the face of a crying child and a lot, a lot of rope. She's still alive. <laughs> and I, I will know. find her. <laughs> I don't know how much longer. It's like the last of the Mohicans. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kurt Angle uh, was busy... On WrestleMania, he was he was tweeting like mad, or was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some controversy about whether it was actually him or not. Were the yeah. tweets, in fact, him, or was it a family member who had been tweeting without his knowledge? Well, I fear for Twitter if an Olympian cannot keep his account safe. Right, you know, right. Who, how is it safe for anybody? It's true. So there were such tweets from uh, Kurt Angle on the day via his account to uh, uh, as, To WWE wrestlers, don't use my finish. Get more creative. Hmm. Orton. Did I say that? Uh, uh, he also said, Kurt Angle will never die. TNA, WWE, I'm a leader, not a follower. Uh, why would WWE use my finishes? Is it because I won't go back? 
Orton, Angle Slam, Cole, Ankle Lock, they have some nerve. So he says he didn't tweet these, that it was a family member that hacked But he is right that in the history of professional wrestling or amateur wrestling, nobody has ever touched somebody's ankle before in any sort of a (laughs) submission move. Until it's too Kurt devastating. Angle Kurt yeah. Angle was strong enough well, to bring such a devastating It's not even a body part that anybody thought of even making a move on before Kurt Angle did it. He, I don't know how he discovered it, but if you twist the ankle just right, it hurts. So, I, it was amazing, and uh, everybody's copied off of him since then. Even guys in the past have had to somehow come into the future. Well, we know Shamrock has hold. a DeLorean. Yeah, he does. He does. People have had to go into the future, get that hold from Kurt Angle, and then go back into the past and actually do it before he's ever done it. It's because Kurt Angle is a pioneer of pain. Sure, sure. And uh, the Angle Slam, too. I've never seen anybody do that before. That's too devastating. There were some great uh, responses to this. CM Punk had uh, chimed in saying, My Twitter account was hacked. Is this the new I'm a sloppy drunk douche? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Classic punk. Uh, let me see. Oh, Joey Styles had uh, uh, responded as well. He said, I'm watching Jack Swagger apply the ankle lock to the king and wondering if anyone's Twitter account will be hacked. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of a new move for Jack Swagger, though, you know what I mean? Like when he for, then when he brought that in type of a thing, too. You know, I think, I think Kurt Angle tweeted those. I, I think he did too. I, I think, think he did too. Hack. And I don't think I don't know why he's trying to defend himself. I think he should be proud of being pissed about. Well, it. you know, a few days prior to this, he was you know drunk in his car, got pulled out. So we obviously know that he partakes in adult beverages. It's WrestleMania Sunday. We were all together at a party, had a couple of beers. I mean, it doesn't seem out of the ordinary that Kurt Angle would have enjoyed some beverages and then just got onto his phone and started tweeting some stuff. I think it was Eric Angle. I think they're creating something else right now in TNA that it's like bubbling. that Eric is, you know, sending up. angry tweets and getting mm-hmm. Kurt in trouble. Might have been Jeff Jarrett. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Came over to pick up the uh, last few items of Karen Angle. and uh, <laughs> I'm going to hack into his Twitter account, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's every time he has a good idea, right? Yeah. Boy. He's so excited with himself. Yeah, he is a family member, right? Technically, what mm-hmm. he's like a—he's his uh, new uh, new wife banger-in-law. <laughs> that is a terrible. That judge who came up with that had a real born day. He was like, <laughs> "I got not being born." <laughs> um, let's see what else. Uh, uh, Trish Stratus and and John Morrison. Brett, you were talking about this earlier today. Fill fill us in on this one. Yeah, uh, John Morrison and I are close personal friends. Your so. beard rubbers. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. He didn't uh, have a beard, and then he met you, and then he decided to grow a beard. You rubbed, so. you rubbed a portion so. of your beard uh, from your face off onto his face. Bestowing it, magical powers upon John Morrison's face. Yeah, and apparently I might have given him some bad advice. You so swapped DNA. I, I told him, uh, I think you're too nice to the other people backstage. So to really get main event status, I think you're going to have to start ruffling some feathers. Well, sometimes you got to be tough to, yeah. you know... Uh, yeah, I, unfortunately, I think he started listening to some of my advice. Well, uh, it had turned out that I guess Trish Stratus was complaining that he was not treating her very well leading up to the WrestleMania 27 Well, she's match. a dirty brunette now, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if she was still a blonde, it might be different. But apparently, uh, Morrison's deal was that he thought somehow that Melina should have had the spot that 
uh, Trish Stratus had, which I don't know that anybody could justify how that would have even worked, considering Molina's a heel and Kelly Kelly would have... You, you told him all this stuff, right? Yeah, well, I'm when going you, to, yeah. You tweeted oh. all this. I did. I tweeted it all through Kurt Angle's tweet account, though. <laughs> oh, that's I just going to be... I guess just going to get people confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... Yeah. I uh, thought about that now. But anyway, like, uh, yeah, I, the title of the article I read is is John Morrison's uh, uh, has some backstage heat right now from the way he did at WrestleMania. I don't know why you'd get so, oh, so upset about a match that lasted about four and a half minutes anyway. But I, I was upset about a match that lasted four and a half minutes, and it was that match, and it was dreadful. But they had actually said, too, that... Uh, uh, what, what was my point going to be? Uh, Snooki uh, uh, is your favorite? Yeah, Snooki is my favorite. Oh my and god, Brett, we've switched bodies during the mind meld. You're an <laughs> oh, idiot. No. Oh man. Well, I know what I was going to say now. I was going to say that uh, that they think that this might end his main event push. Like, he was getting a, like, a pretty good medium-sized push to be a, a main eventer, and they're thinking that this might reverse it. Uh, what kind of advice would you give him when you see him this time? To try to fix that. One, I'd say return my emails. Uh, that'd be the first thing I would say. But in person, when you meet up and, with someone and, in person, and, and say, to sext back because it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not a one way street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a one way street. Um, yeah, because you can only go one way. I yeah. would say they keep doing it, keep ruffling feathers because I think it works to some degree. So get it off your chest before you yeah. die. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Trish Stratus was should have been involved in that. I agree with him in that context. You in have that a context. long hatred with Canadians, though, Brett. To be fair, I do. I do. Uh, filthy, filthy people. Except for Brett. Brett the Hitman Hart is yeah. the only Canadian. You guys got the same name. And uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. They're both two great Canadians. Yeah, but that's it. Otherwise, you hate them all. Yeah, just the real, real problem with the, the whole continent. You hate Jericho. I'm with that whole country, I guess not continent, because I have trouble with Americans too. <laughs> Maybe it is the continent. Uh, no, Jericho, I like too. Okay, there's a couple. Of guys. He was born in New York. It, you're right. He's not a true Canadian. Oh, what about Edge? I'm sorry. What about Edge? Um, yeah, I like him. Why don't you just name every Canadian that yeah. I can think of? Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. Oh, she's all right. Celine Dion? No, she's not Canadian. Yeah, she, she actually yeah. brings down a lot of them. Ah, well, Christian? Yeah. Good. Right. Orlando Jordan. I don't know enough about him, but yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, he's not Canadian, so... You know what? I like Canadians now. Oh. You convinced me. Hey. A swerve. Mm-hmm. I've swerved. You had a turn. A post-WrestleMania swerve. Well, uh, one other uh, little thing that was interesting that I thought uh, was recently uh, The Rock had defined... Uh, Team Bring It on Monday Night Raw a couple weeks back saying, uh, defining what Team Bring It is and what it means to be on Team Bring It. Uh, and at WrestleMania, Pee Wee Herman left the C Nation and joined Team Bring It. And for those of you who don't know what Team Bring It is, this is The Rock explaining. Team Bring It isn't just some slogan. No, Team Bring It is a way of life. With Team Bring It, you knock down doors, you kick down walls, and anyone who tells you you can't, you take your fears, your insecurities, your worries, you roll them all up into a ball, you turn those some bitches sideways and stick them straight up, they can the And it should be noted that other team members of uh, Team Bring It include the Iron Sheik, Scott Hall, the Dynamite Kid, Vince McMahon's Grapefruits, Lex Luger, Chris Benoit, and Charlie Sheen. 
That's uh, quite a laundry list of celebrity endorsements. Yeah, so it's get on Team Bring It if you're not already. It's about yeah. kicking down doors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Breaking Bruining, the law. Ruining families. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think uh, one last thing that we should mention here is uh, superstar Billy Graham is... Uh, yeah. Uh, also, you apparently talked to him, too, and telling him to ruffle some feathers. Yeah, I did, I did. Well, I had told uh, Superstar, I'm like, you're close to the end of the, the rope. You know what I'm saying? So if you had anything on your chest right now that you want to get off, now's the time to do it. You know what I find odd is, I, I mean, it's great that you're talking to these guys and you keep up these relationships, but I think you should do it on the show. I think you should bring him here. It would make a huge difference for us. Maybe I could get something from Billy Graham for next week. Because we can balance it out. You know, these people mm-hmm. that you tell something to that might seem like extreme advice, that, you know, to go and bash a brunette Canadian woman or to pick a fight with Chris Jericho, the man who took down Goldberg backstage. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, ease up, ease up. Don't do that. And I'm just excited to know that you t- you give these guys advice. It's not just that Brett's talking to them. He's just giving them like life advice that yeah, changes yeah. their lives. Yeah, I do. I mean, uh, they personally call and ask me for a lot of stuff. And I had said, why do you want to be in this WWE Hall of Fame anymore? I mean, Drew Carey's in it. I had to explain to him who Drew Carey was. But then once I explained it to him, and then I had to remind him who he was. Then he was like, yes, I want out of this Hall of Fame. Yeah, because he's not just upset about Abdullah the Butcher. It's yeah, him yeah. and Drew Carey. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. What did he say about Abdullah the Butcher? He had an actual quote that yes, I thought was pretty uh, funny. Uh, quote, for the WWE to infect... In- uh, infect. Well, technically. Uh, for the WWE to induct into their Hall of Fame, Abdullah the Butcher, who has never wrestled one match under a WWE contract, is bordering on blasphemy. I'm demanding that this company remove my name from their index and Hall of Fame wrestlers. It is a shameless organization to induct a bloodthirsty animal such as Abdullah the Butcher into their worthless and embarrassing Hall of Fame, and I want the name of Superstar Billy Graham to be no part of it. The WWE and their Hall of Fame is disgustingly embarrassing. I want out. Yeah, I I asked him actually to get different sort of uh, synonyms and stuff like that and to actually work on a more variety of adjectives and stuff in there, but he wouldn't listen to me. Well, I'm glad you tried to help him with his statement. I said bloodthirsty. I gave him bloodthirsty animal, though. I thought that that was good. He should have had more rhymes in there, you know, the Tower of Power, Too Sweet to be Sour, like all that stuff in there, like Mm -hmm. the butcher is uh, is to wrestling as Ashton Kutcher is to acting or, you know, something just to to let it be, because nobody's taking him seriously, he's just talking, just talking. Yeah, just just talking. talking Why not not hit the the, uh, great planes in the sky with a little venom on Earth before you go? (laughs) (laughs) Well... That concludes this week of Curtain Jerks. It has been one hell of a week, guys. Yeah, it sure has. WrestleMania is still just dreadful thinking about it. But we'll make it through. And we'll make it through to WrestleMania 28 with these new great matches that we know about. This card is going to overshadow everything that WWE is going to put out this year. They've got to. They've got to follow it up. They're going to be able to save up so much money off of having these pitiful uh, pay-per-views leading up until then. We'll save money from people not ordering those and all the pre-sale buys for this next WrestleMania. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. So look for us on Facebook, uh, Curtain Jerks. We're there. we got funny videos and funny photos, so join us there. Uh, we're also on the Comedy Podcast Network, who uh, hosts us, and we love them so much. So, And our uh, music that plays at the beginning of our show was especially uh, composed for us by uh, Fred Brown, who is a fantastic musician based out of here on LA but he's touring the world right now 
So thank you to Fred Brown. Thank you to the Comedy Podcast Network. We're Curtain Jerks. Thank you. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.